All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Here we go. Another week, another show. A lot of focus. A lot of construction. Yeah, that's uh, that continues, eh? I still, I, yeah. The pre-show. Is there any way? I, I don't think there's any way for us to have people appreciate how loud that is. Over yeah, the, the mic's like because, this far from my mouth. Because how the mics um, go, there's kind of like there's compression and stuff and how it works. So it'll back off some of the background noise and yeah. amplify your kind of thing. But it is, um, there's a screaming banshee just outside your window. It's basically like if you were lying on the floor and someone put a carpet, like a vacuum on the carpet right next to your ear. That is just, that is the, that is the baseline. So if we here. if we took your mic down, put Jack's up, and then everybody just went, yeah. Shh, I wonder, would that work? Aim it towards the window. I can hear it already. <laughs> yeah, there's no way to appreciate it. It's, it's screaming uh, loud. We miss you here, Dean. We really do. Well, I, yeah, and I was going to come down today too. I know it's I just really this, they're almost done. They're almost done. It's going to be Beverly Hills in a matter of days here. Yeah, can't told. wait, can't wait for it. Really yeah. good stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. Hello, Rhett. Hello. What are we doing? How are we doing? What are we doing? <laughs> yeah, watching one of those ones, eh? Depths of death. Soon, I don't know. <laughs> Continuing my death. march toward a hole in the ground. That's yeah. Oh dear. That's the journey, though. You got to enjoy the journey. I love the, the journey. Great, yeah. great journey. Yeah, Lots yeah. of journeys. Don't journey stop to believing. Pittsburgh, journeyed back. 
You got to focus again, Dino. Come on, get your shit together. It's not much. Yeah, because I put it out of focus. I put the autofocus I'm, out of focus. I'm clearly oh, bugging you. Uh, there we are. You're back. You're back. Sharp. You look great. Great camera, Dean. Really nice camera, Dean. Camera. Good work, Dean. Okay. Nice setup. Ah, uh, shit. Here we go. Those. This is. I thought I put this in there. I've actually found. I'm putting it in now. I don't know how long it takes for the stuff to go through for Jack to see it. Why is it not there? Oh, there it goes. I uh, found on? video because now you're your junior sabers, your whole thing there, your coach and your team, your kids team, this whole thing. How, how much longer have you got? Well, we got Cleveland this weekend, two games. Uh, Steamers. Yeah. States are the March 14th weekend. You win that. You got nationals early April. So basically if you keep winning, you keep playing. If you don't, it's over pretty quick. Yeah, I think there's a sneaky hidden way to get into nationals, but I'm a bad coach and I don't pay attention. Is it bribery? Is that the one? Because I know in the States. No, that's it's oh, a rankings, but the problem is the rankings are, it's it's math. That's where it's, the bribery comes it's in. Yeah. Good. It's, I'm sure it's very, but it's rewards beating the piss out of teams that aren't as good as you. Oh, the old goal differential. Yeah, yeah that's score fun. as many as possible. And also, don't win at all costs. So if you're losing three to two, say you're the tenth ranked team, yeah, when you're playing the first ranked team and you're losing three to two, do not pull your goalie. That's right. It's you got to keep it tight. Keep the score close. Yeah. yeah, that's what's important. That's what we want and, to teach kids, right? Yeah. So that's anyway. So then I think four teams get invited to nationals based off of yeah. stupid math. Anyway, Dean, you're alluding to something. No, I was just wondering. I didn't know how much longer it was in your uh, in your season and all that. So that's uh, it's, it's I've got three kids from the age of ten to fifteen. I feel like it may pause for, for days or possibly just... weeks. Yeah, I don't see any end in store. Hmm. Still got those kids, hey? Mm -hmm. All available for the right price. When are they? When do we expect? Because I know life is changing. The world it evolves when do we expect kids to leave the house now hmm. assuming that they're not athletes and there's some natural path for them but now it's because it used to be you finish high school and then that's when you leave either for your work or for your post-secondary schooling uh but it feels like that's kind of old old school thinking now is well, there you're, you're you're in the thick of it dean that we don't have anyone near move out age at least not as close as you already have one i mean yeah, one. What, what are you learning about uh, 20 he is coming back though that's the thing he he took some time yeah and left not for work or or schooling mm. but just to leave but then he's right. coming back and is probably further behind and having an idea of what he's doing than when he left really yeah it's quite something and at least when he was in grade 12 there was Grade Some 12 idea. that he'd leave the house and go to. So when's he coming back? Is that near front short term or long term? We're about two weeks out. Really? Six month. Uh, Is that six months already? Walking of the earth. He left in September. What a stud. Yeah. So uh, anyway, the reason I asked retro is because I know that you're a dedicated coach. Mm. And we've heard some of the stories about you with the kids on the ice and maybe it, you know, breaking sticks or whatever you're but it's passion. It's all born of passion. And I don't know if it's a sweet dog or whoever went and grabbed some vid and put together a little uh, sizzle reel, but this is Rhett at the start of the year 
yeah. versus now we're nearing the end of the season. Okay, sure, yeah. All right, boys, first practice of the year. How we feeling? It's going to be a good year. Got a real good feeling about this group. I want to make this clear. We're here to have fun. You're going to love being a part of this team. Everyone is here for a reason. Clarky, where's that personality, kid? Clarky, tell that joke again to coach. You're going to love this guy. This kid's amazing. Hilarious. I didn't pick the fastest. I didn't pick the hardest shots. I picked the guys who I want to go to war with every week. If we lose a couple games, who cares, right? Who cares if we lose a couple games? We're going to live and die as a group. No individuals. No finger pointing. Someone messes up. We all messed up. You have a bad shift? It's all right. You get another one. Right, Dino? That's why you're here, buddy. Keep it light, right? Keep the room light. Dino, stop smiling. Clarky, you ever shut up? Jesus. All year, man. You showed up to the game last week without a tie, right? Halfway through the year, you should know by now. Get on the bench right now. It was your fault. You messed up. You messed up. You messed up. All three of you messed up. It was your fault. This team likes losing way too much. Thought I had a group of winners here. Got a group of losers. One guy here wants to play. That's Brown. All you do is laugh, smile, and joke around. Take something serious for once in your life. I can't wait till next year's tryouts. That's how it goes. Yeah. It's a long year, right? People don't appreciate how long the hockey it's season is. journey again. It's the journey. Yeah. Until you get into it. Hey, Clarky, come on. Keep things light. Clarky, would you shut the hell up? Yeah. There's a lot Always joking that. around. Be serious for once, Clarky. God damn it. Come on. Yeah. So did you now? I think was it Friday we talked last week. You were going to have a bagger, perhaps. We were talking about you were going off to practice. Maybe you're going to have to have a little bit of a bagger for them. I bag them every day. I I am that old school. There's a lot of frowning. I drove a kid to break his own stick not long ago. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That would be a chat from the parent. I would think. Yeah. yeah. So Two hundred. Flush. That was a new accomplishment. So check yeah we we skate i mean a bagger typically is the whole practice but yeah. i take 10 minutes out of practice and put them to the paces when yeah, you do it asked you last week if you'd had a no pucks practice yet and you said not yet a no pucker yeah those no don't do anything those are hard those that's uh yeah you know like you gotta do the mountain climber in 45 seconds or you can't play for bob hartley that's very true bob when was the first time you had a real bagger? Would it have been before junior, during junior, like a like a holy you, shit? Well, a real j bagger? No, it would have been junior. Yeah. Who was yeah. coaching you? Lauren Mulliken. Mulliken. Even then, I don't really, like, I'm sh I know we did it, but. I think it's overblown. Guys puking? Right? You That's hear about. It's rare. Yeah. Keep your gear on after the game. Get back out there. We're skating for an hour. Mm. All that stuff. It's it's happened. I think Kevin Constantine made it, his uh, Everett Silvertips ride the uh, bus in their gear because he said, gear. you haven't worked yet. You're not allowed to take your equipment off. That's <laughs> went over, On too. the road to the next stop. And that was a couple decades ago. For right or wrong, and I, uh, pass, uh, that's done. But didn't he just get his PP slap for doing something? Yeah, something. That, we don't know. They're investigating something. But, yeah, it, it that um you can't he do was something. one of the last old school guys right in the western league mm -hmm. old school we use that frame of like as a frame of reference for something that's you know some very warm memories not everything old school is yeah necessarily that oh there's funny. a lot of dumb a lot yeah. of old school is quite stupid yeah. six three final oh from uh saturday night at the uh the whatever they call it up there kate stone yeah the kate stone six three final flames win it how about it opening statements for mcleod law we get into it here on your monday of course uh, we had some mcleod law people now peter Klein was not there? there but madeline was there peter is sunning Apparently. himself in the desert yeah I'm told. Pete, peter's That's, getting yeah. some uh 
some much needed uh, vitamin, whatever it is that you get when you're Damn. in the, uh, the thing. Um, McLeod Law, Peter Klein, he is the personal injury guy. He's also the go-to guy. So we've been telling you for a while, disability insurance, if you're going through a bit of a, a row with your disability insurance claim, your company, and they're not paying, and it's dragging it out, you get a hold of Peter. He goes to work, gets you the benefits, gets them for you now, and a little bit of peace of mind that comes along with that. McLeod-Law.com is the website, our buddies over at McLeod Law. A, uh, a shocking kind of a result, a, a shocking path to the result. I did not see the Flames going into Edmonton, being the better team for a lot of the night, if not most of the night, if not all of the night, and then winning by a score of 6-3, to three, doubling up. If there was a 6-3 final, yeah, you and you were given you odds going in as to who you'd have put a lot of money down on the other team. On the and who was it, Ned? Uh, the backup, yeah. Disco. Disco, Disco Dan, Dan Definitely not of picking the Flames at that point. Yeah. 6-3 with Disco in net? Mm -mm. It's weird. The Oilers have had been very mediocre since that winning streak came to an end on the back end of the All-Star break. They lost, I think, their first game at All-Star break to Vegas. That snapped the streak, and they've allowed three or more in every single game in February after not allowing more than three in any game in January. They have one regulation win their last six. It's February, and I know there's lots of hockey left, but Retro, I was talking with, uh, there was an, an old friend who was at the game oh, the other night, and man. I just wonder for, there, there are certain teams, I think Toronto is one, I think Edmonton is one, I don't know if Florida's in that category, but you're going to make the playoffs, and basically whatever you do now until game 82, don't matter, kind of doesn't matter. You are going to be judged. You could win every game, and it might all, almost be worse if you win every game, because it'll be a yeah, but... What do you do in round one, round two? Is there a bit of that malaise that can set in around now, dog days? I think there is a malaise that can set in, but usually it's for teams like Boston, who have been great forever, right? And there is. There is. Yeah. It can set in. And plain totally. and simple, it can. But I'll say this about the Oilers and stuff. Not if you're Skinner. Yeah, true. Right, yeah. the whole group and you, uh, absolutely. David, Drysaddle, those guys. Yes, yeah. Al, you do what you need to do to be ready in April and further on. But there are a few pieces on each team where, mm -mm, sorry, the, the yeah. malaise, <laughs> the dog days, whatever you want to call it, that yeah, doesn't. You, you apply haven't to earned. You. Yeah. yeah, you haven't earned that. We know you're great in the regular season. We're still uh, we're debates out a little bit. Yeah, and three weeks ago it was they don't they might not touch goaltending, and now it's like if you can't get less than three once in a month, maybe you revisit goaltending. And I don't think they're going to bring someone in to make Skinner a backup, but I mean Calvin Pickard's a three all day. You you have to have a better platoon option if Skinner's going to look like how we looked in the playoffs last. What year. about Chet? Is it who Chet pick? Who did? I don't know where Chet is. I don't Calvin. Know. Yeah, I don't uh, Calvin. Chet, is Chet playing banjo now in that band out yeah, in Nashville? I'm not sure. Yeah. They've got that first round pick. Kenny Holland does it when Jeez. that first round pick Kenny Holland's going to be long gone. And I, it felt like, well, we know now they're not spending on goaltending. Is it a defense or a forward? And you keep hearing about the depth for oh, I mean, if they're going to do something, what is it going to be? It's a D and a goalie. I, I know they want another forward, but God, like, don't you hear a lot about this forward? I don't. Yeah, there's always a forward, and I don't. And see it's like it for I, for all the guys they've had, like they just had a pair. They brought in Sam Gagne or the fossil of Sam Gagne. Like you, you hear about how they love McLeod and oh, this Holloway's good. Like 
for all the talk about all the goddamn forwards, why are they still trying to add forwards here? Like, what are we talking about? Because the what? What's Connor the Brown, one they're going to pay him three point three million next year to not play. Like, then you watch their defense and go, oh, oh yes. Yeah. Okay. Like Cody Cece's still on the second pair there. Who's that? You big push into the third pair. I believe a little more in this group. That big tall guy that can't move. Deherney. Yeah. Yeah. That guy. Did you see him get tripped when he stepped on that stick and he kind of? <laughs> He went down like one of those Bapa clown things. And right back up again. Um, but the, the, the one didn't right... make any good saves. He no. got beat from distance a few times. Yeah. The one is just oh, Jake Gensel. Jake Gensel. He's a great player, but what are you what are you doing? You're still trying to win six five, and I don't think that's the problem here with what this group. Scoring is not an issue for the playoffs. Oilers. It really isn't. Yeah. So now, again, they were not good the other night. I, there's a, a lot of teams that were going to, with that goaltending and that performance and everything. Yeah. But I did wonder, just kind of watching it, we won so 16 in a row. And yeah. like you say, Rhett, for the guys that have been there, for McDavid, not so much for McDavid, because, man, I just feel like I give him the benefit of the doubt. He's a good yeah, manager and all that. But for a few of those guys, you. it's like, oh, we could we could win. or whatever. The pressure's coming, and it's coming in April, and nothing really kind of matters till then. No, but it should matter. Like, I'll say this. Like, the first goal, McDavid could have stopped. Like, he he gave up on his back check. And there's no yeah. one faster. So, he, mm. he was plenty close to catch. Was it Kadri that tipped that first one? I yep. think? Yeah. Yeah. Like, he, he absolutely could have stopped that goal. No. Yeah, they're, they're fifth in league scoring, and we keep hearing them talk about adding another scoring forward. I just I, – and it's like, look at your decor. Yeah. How did anyway. you lose last year? You got shitty goaltending against Vegas. They got good goaltending. Like, what great. are we talking about here? You yeah, lost – you had a horrible two-month start to the year. It was almost all goaltending. Can I say this, too? We are talking – shitty goaltending. And the Malays, oh, yeah, they get the – it's the Battle of Alberta, and there was some uh, emotion in the game. Unlike the last one. Yeah. There shouldn't be Malay. Like, the, I hate saying the word, actually. We've got to find a better Malay. Sounds like something you'd be putting Manny's? on toast. Yeah. yeah. Right? You got some Malays with that? Uh, with your sourdough? Yeah, yeah. That'd be great. That sounds it's delicious. Okay, enough about the fucking Oilers, all right? Yeah. How about the Flames? Early, started started early, finished strong. On time, good. Rhett. Ready to go. Great coaching, uh, a great defensive core. Uh, no Hannafin, have a career year, buddy. Have a career Guys year. Guys are battling, trying to make it in. They're fighting tooth and nail for that last spot, and they beat all the good teams. Sell! Yeah, exactly. Hey, Noah Hannafin. Yeah. You are doing, you're living up to your end of the bargain. Now, you did say no to 60 million, so you can go. You know, but he may never. be. I'm not joking. Is he up to his cost? His I think so. It's yeah. career year. Why wouldn't he it be more expensive? He's a career. It's career year. He, and it's not just he's looked at right. Some yes. guys will have a career year, and it's kind of cherry picking here and there. It's been he's great been joining the rush and going around opposition D, and t it feels like he's shooting more. Yeah. Am yeah, I am I out better. to lunch on that? No. He's he's been much more assertive and aggressive in getting to the net offensively, and that was always something that left you wanting more. You're like, why with all these tools? Yes. He never over 40, 50 points. And this year, now you were saying like, oh Jesus! Like when he has the puck against Boston, it's like he wants to go score against his old team. We haven't seen that from this guy before. Going around wide, yes. post and in. They're not garbage shit goals. God no. Has three points against the Oilers. 
And first star, I think absolutely red. Now a lot can happen between now and the end. Cause you assume he's getting traded to a playoff team and we'll see how that goes. But I think in a lot of ways, I think whatever Conroy has been asking, if the price is steep, then steeper, there's some rationale to why it should be steep. And oh, if yeah. you're, if you don't want, you don't want to sign now, you want to go July one. I think you've done yourself a hell of a, a hell of a job. Noah Hannafin. So well done all around. He looked good the other night. God, he's bugging him. And yeah, he's, he's playing loose and free. Hey, Rhett. Yeah, loose and free. It's like, uh, yeah, it's like life's okay. All of I a can't believe he's not stressed out getting traded, new contract. Like, come on. Oh, my goodness. I don't know what to do. How do you stay focused? Yeah, 11 goals is the career high. He had 10 back in 21 22 and in 17 18, his last year in Carolina. And. I mean, 33 points in 58 games. This is the season. This is the offense you've been longing for. Yep. Oh, it's close. Yeah. I mean, right. If if you're in that 50 point category. Yeah. And the way he's been playing, who knows? I think I just feel like we've never seen him making these shooting decisions. Yes. I don't think he's been as up like great skater and he's, he gets up in the play, but I don't think he's activated. Years pass offensively, obviously, as much as he has this year. Like, agreed, he, he wasn't getting that low and jumping into those spots. He's aggressively searching out scoring opportunities right now. And the one complaint you had with him is like, okay, compare him to all these Norris guys. Like, what tool does he not have? He shoots it hard, he skates like the wind, he's big minutes, he can defend. Like, why can't he run a power play like Adam Fox or like Kale McCarr, or Drew Doughty? And it was just the offense. It was just, for whatever reason, he had a tough time creating offensive opportunities. Was it, could, could he not think it? And then this year, all of a sudden, you're seeing that a bit more. You're like, huh, okay. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as a power play two guy on a contender, yeah, sure. He is, he's, if, if you're in a, if you're in a GM of another team and you're looking either to add now or in the summer, here's a guy, he's 27 years of age. Played 650 plus games. Yeah, he's gonna and you feel like you could get go ahead. Seven years, is that what you want? So you'll be third. Go ahead. Sure. Go, go ahead. Yeah. Here, here's a here's a pen. Uh forgot other than that, well, right? like he's gonna yeah. age well. Another two-point night for Connor Zary. Two great. points for Jonathan Uberdo. And your boy. My boy. Pospisal does it. Our again. boy. Our boy. Everyone's boy. You know what? Yeah, I'm not going to be greedy. Boom's boy. He's our boy. If you can't like Marty Pospisil, you're watching the wrong sport. No, you're right. I like him, but I I think Boom's got a crush there. I'm going to get a bit mad crush. That's Boom's guy. It's like Cammy with Shillington's teeth. Like everyone's got a little thing that just tickles them the right way. Now, make no mistake. It's not just, it's not the goals necessarily. It's the whole thing. Oh, yeah. You just, you spend, not to say that this has been a soft team or whatever, but you you play other teams. And when they've got that dirt bag that drives you crazy, my God, I'd love to have that guy. When Kachuk <laughs> was here and Oiler fans would be crying and moaning over Cassian getting railroaded and this, well, you, you love having that guy. Now, this is not Matthew Kachuk, but also it's not a top 10 first round pick. Mm-hmm. This is another guy that feels like found money. Fourth rounder. He, he's been in the system. Oh, I think possible so might he might play someday. Yeah, all right, whatever. Sure. Sounds good. Sounds like sounds like what you'd hear from a team that drafted him. 
yeah. three, four, five years ago, right? <laughs> That's what you'd hear from a team trying to justify that pick. Don't stop. Don't stop playing the way you're playing. Teams hate him, mm-hmm. and he's scoring, and he's involved every night. I feel like there's not a night where I didn't see Pospisil. Think of the last two. He's got Marshan wound up at home against Boston, yelling from the benches at him, and then he's Mick. He's got Kane all fired up on Saturday. Like it, I, I just think about that game they played when we were in Jasper. Boom, and it, it was the most pedestrian battle of Alberta I've ever seen. Yeah, uh, and they didn't have Pospisil. He had, I think, the game before against Toronto, clipped skates with Matthews and gone into the wall, and he missed everything from right, yeah, that yeah. Toronto game right to the All Star break and. We were asked, what do you think? Could it get nasty tonight? We're in Jasper's like, probably not. And the one guy that maybe you could put a little hope in getting some intensity for the Flames is possibly was out. And it was like, same two teams. One guy was in. The emotional commitment and investment in the game was entirely different. Two nights ago, whatever it was, uh, eight shots on net, didn't score, involved. This game, 12, what, 12-24, one shot on net, but scores. Mm-hmm. And it was a big goal at the time. Yep. It was a big goal at the time. I just, uh, my heart's a flutter. Yeah. And it could be the, the cholesterol and, you know. It's all the above, Dean. It's a special, could my, special tonic. Could be my have. clogged aorta valve or vein or whatever it is. What are the valves in the heart? The the I used to know the ventricles, left ventricle, left and right ventricle. Mm. Is that how it goes? Because you had the bottom the bottom of the heart and then the top of the heart and then, the, the you know, the, uh, the aorta right. comes in yeah. there. Oh, well. There it is where the fresh blood comes out. That's going to distribute that fresh blood to the rest of your body, Dean. I've been hearing really good things about pig hearts. Have so when you? this one eventually, like, inevitably stops. Yeah. Also, 3D printers. They can print pig hearts? Really? That's exciting. Yeah. They can print real hearts and livers and kidneys and lungs and look out. Yeah. What are you printing right now? I'm sure you got one in the basement cooking. Mm-hmm. So there Blonde. you go. Blonde. Battle of Alberta. From uh, from Saturday night, a presentation. That's our uh, that's our opening statements for McLeod Law. Shane King, partner in the litigation and dispute resolution group, specializing in areas like employee rights. Being laid off or terminated can be a blow to your ego. It can be hard. It can be very difficult to deal with. You don't want to be dealing with stuff beyond that. The legal legalese and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Shane can review your situation, make sure that you've been treated fairly. And as the law requires, using practical approaches, plain language, not legal jargon, get a hold of Shane, Shane King, litigation department at McLeod Law, McLeod-Law.com. Do we have to move on? We do. No. Oh, yes. Oh, we do, because you got a guest, yeah. I just wondered if we should gloat on this victory a a little bit longer. So, okay, we'll pick it up after, maybe. Gloat. Well, maybe Frank wants to gloat. Come on. He's a gloater and a floater. Is Frank a gloater? Oh, yeah. Walking around Toronto with his chest buffed out. I told you, Monahan, for a first. I told you. Yeah, he put you in your place, didn't he? Mortgage payment. Yeah, luckily I didn't agree to that. Insider Hotline presentation of TELUS. You can enter to win one of six monthly prizes, including tickets to Calgary hockey games, awesome tech like AirPods, Apple Watches, and more. No purchase necessary. All you need to do is fill out a quick survey to enter for your chance to win. Check it out now. TELUS.com slash Flames contest. You can agree to anything, Pinder. Just don't pay. That's fine. That's right. Mm. Rhett's debts. Oh, hi, Frank. We call that welching. Welching. Welch Warner. We're the Welch. Oh, no, they're the Welsh, not the. Right, yeah. Then who are the Dutch? How are we doing, Frankie boy? How was the weekend? 
Good. Missed you last week, Boom. You doing all right? Yeah, I'm fine. You know what it was? Here's how it goes. Uh, Ryan wanted the, the Friday off before the long weekend. So he said, then you should take the Tuesday yeah. after the long weekend. So it was like, well, if I'm taking a Boom's taking a day, so Pinder's taking it. It's all Evie Stevie. I just sat at home. I had nothing Thursday. going on, but it was so Pinder could have the Friday off. But I'm a team guy. No I'll one's been uh, more disappointed to have a day off than Dean, as you just heard there. That's that's cute that you pricks get days off during the trade deadline season. Nice. Uh, you know, we're not insiders, Frank. Yeah. We're not on the insider hotline for Telus. We, we didn't sign up for that. You did. This is true. And I will not feel bad about taking my days off later in March after that's the That's right. Run. I'm with you, Frank. I'm going to take as many as I can. July, August. You it's called mail it in March for a reason. Yeah. Okay, Mr. Insider. We were talking earlier. I know people are tuning into it's a flame show and all oh, they want to uh, whatever. Uh, Oilers talk, Oilers talk. We were debating for a while. It was well, they're gonna need a goalie. And then Skinner kind of turns his game around. Well, they, now they're not getting a goalie, they're getting a defense. And then all we hear is, well, Jake Gens will be a great oiler. What about uh, Jake? Are they give me the give me the list? The, the the threshold of needs if you're Ken Holland. Are you really packaging first for a forward? Or a defense scoring? Or or what do you what do the Oilers need more than anything else? And we only bring it up just because we watched them two nights ago. My personal opinion, and that doesn't really count for much, would be that I think the Oilers need another bona fide defender who's defense first. And not not much else. Yeah. Now the market isn't teeming with those types of players, but that said, I, I think what the Oilers really need to avoid doing is getting caught up in chasing the shiny toy that's on the market. And I understand some of the thought process, which is that the Oilers have five forwards to play in their top six, meaning five really good top top six players and could use a sixth. I understand that notion, um, but I, I would be focusing on defense first because I think that's what wins. Especially and, when two of those top of, of those five, like, okay, so you have five and a six. Two of them are the best in the world. Should that not compensate for somebody who's maybe out of position to play on the left side on the second line or some friggin' thing? I, that's, that's how I, I, I'm looking at it going, I know two different styles of player, but how different is Jake Gensel than Zach Hyman? Yeah. Probably not in terms of impact, not all that different. How different is Jake Gensel than Evander Kane? But I think what they're trying to do is get one more Zach Hyman to play on the second line so that they're properly balanced out. Now, I don't know that that's necessarily the way that they're going to go. I think that they're curious about a lot of things. And I think part of the other issue here is the Oilers know they can't do nothing. Yeah, that's not yeah. part of Ken Holland's uh, mandate here that he's been given. So as much as I think they'd look at the market and say, "Ooh, you know, like it's not great that they are going to have to spend and probably spend handsomely and they're going to want to try and get the best value that they can. And that might include a package deal where they can fill a couple holes in one shot. It's Chris Tanev that fits the best, interestingly. The, the one team I think the Flames management and ownership would be loath to deal with is probably the team that has the greatest need for Chris Tanev out there. He's right shot, second pair, bump Cody CC down, put him with Nurse, defense first. Like, he checks all the boxes of what you just talked about. 
Yeah, but I would say that the Oilers are not, pardon my phrase, they're not the horniest team on the TANF front. Okay. Toronto's been there. Winnipeg's been there. Vancouver has as well. They're keeping close tabs on it. And you can't leave out the Dallas Stars, too. And I think Tanev is a big stylistic difference from a lot of the guys that the Stars have. So um, I think Edmonton's on the list. I think they're further down. But I, I think you're right in that they're probably also sitting there saying, well, how much of a premium would we need to pay to get him to come to Edmonton, considering that he'd be coming from Calgary when um, – I don't know. I'm looking at the situation. I'm going, the Flames have already made two significant trades in division. Mm-hmm. What's the difference between sending him to Van and Edmonton aside from the pure vision of it? Well, and the other thing is, too, I agree. Again, we don't always agree on this show, but Ryan, we're Tana feels like a tremendous fit there for what it does for the slotting, as our pal Lubardius would say. But also, let's say you get into round one and you're in a dogfight, and maybe Ekholm gets, gets injured. Mm-hmm. And I just, it seems so not, anyway, people are already there in the chats. Like, okay, Oilers radio. I, I do appreciate that. So, uh, so what about the Leafs? It seems to kind of, they, they come out and say, the Leafs are going hard. Oh, the Leafs, they don't, they don't have that second round pick. So it's going to have to be a first. So there's probably no deal to be made. Uh, I find that hard to believe knowing that it's Treliving his familiarity and just how he operates. He swings for the fences. He does, but at the deadline, too, there's been plenty of years where he's been forced to make alternative decisions or didn't love the market or had his team be in a spot where they, you know, he made lots of calls and in the end did nothing. So that is also part of the MO. I think that having now won seven straight games, survived the Morgan Riley suspension, and are now on the other end of it, I think he probably feels like he needs to reward this team based on what they've shown. The problem is, as we've talked about all season long, is the assets. And mm. there are so many holes to fill. I'm fascinated to see what Joseph Wall comes back and looks like after a great start with the Marlies. He's now been uh, back, recalled back from his conditioning stint. Their goaltending situation may be solved. So, okay, check that one off the list. They still need impact bottom six players and they're like two to three defensemen short of being a true cup contender. It seems like they need to start with the defense, but is there some deal with Calgary that works that brings you not just Tanev, but one other piece up front that you could justify parting ways with that first round pick. That's why I was spitballing on the Manjapani thing a couple weeks ago, just for fun Mm -hmm. is how do we find a way to, solve issues or problems for both teams and that seemed to really make a lot of sense but um just for clarity purposes since i was having fun with it um hannafin is not a fit in toronto and i I see the biggest fit is dallas uh they have the exact opposite of all the situations we've talked about and it could be for tanov or hannafin but just a d they've got an incredible prospect covered for how late they pick they have all of their first and seconds the next three years uh, like if the Flames and Stars make a trade, that'd be the least surprising thing to me. I think the Flames and Stars were pretty advanced on discussions surrounding Tanev a few weeks back. I don't, again, don't know what held things up, but it seemed like that was a pretty natural fit that both teams had talked in depth about that 
I think has a real chance to be revisited here over the next 11 days. Now, what about Hannafin? We talked about him earlier before we got you on. He is, I mean, he's maybe not tracking directly towards career highs and points, but he's got 11 goals at three points the other night. As observers of the Flames, I think across the board, the three of us kind of, it feels like he's more assertive. He's shooting the puck more from an offensive perspective, at least. He looks to be having maybe taken a step. It's been a great year. It's what you want from a, from as the player and as a team, if you're looking to trade him, but he's had a great contract year. Um, so Toronto's not a fit. Who might be a fit for Hannafin? Uh, I know we have heard about uh, extensions and maybe this is a deal that gets done, but I, I, I don't know. I feel like this is an attractive asset. It, is an, it is an attractive asset and he is an impact full defenseman, but part of the issue is the extension that he needs a, new deal and it needs to be significant and what does the market look like among the teams that would be interested how many of them have the pieces to be able to make it worth calgary's while if boston let's just hypothetically because he's from there if boston is interested how do they possibly make a deal done with the pieces that they have they don't have a ton of prospects i don't see any reason in which they'd move mason lowry uh, with how well that he's played. He's your next replacement for Matt Grizzlick. Um, I just, I don't, I don't see a path to getting to a deal. I don't see a path to getting to a deal from Tampa. Mm -hmm. um, and that's, as I reported last week, that's the, you know, spot that Hannafin has indicated um, to the flames and to others. I believe that that's where he'd ultimately like to end up, whether it's now or in July. And it seems like the feeling is mutual, but where do you come together to make a deal based on not having a first round pick until 2026? I, I just, I have a hard time seeing it. And I think really what the flames are weighing out is for Hannafin, it's probably going to end up being a somewhat disappointing return compared to what you think the impact is on the player side and what you're giving up off of your team and also relative to market. But if you don't have a list of eight teams bidding for his services, like the flames do with Tanev, where it might be eight or 10 teams that are in the mix, you're probably having to try and squeeze out a little more on Tanev and take a little bit less on Hannafin in order to try and balance all this out and make it work, which I think is a big explanation and reason why Tanev hasn't moved yet. It's interesting. I had someone kind of, I was texting back and forth and they, they had the same kind of sentiment that uh, there, it might come off. It might not be the home run that everybody is really hoping for on Hannafin, despite how well he's played and that it, it might be the Tanev end. You, you do, you get, you're happy with the Tanev, but you're maybe not as happy with the, the Hannafin and you just hope that it kind of washes in the end. At least in the opinion of, of fans, which is hard. You don't measure it that way necessarily. But the optics. No, and it's made... a tough spot. I think the team right now is, I don't want to say disappointed, but I think they're internally in their front office. Like they're like, man, we, you know, this is a high value asset and commodity that obviously the Flames placed a ton of emphasis on given the offer that they made him to stay. Mm -hmm. That relative to what they're losing, what they're getting back isn't going to feel quite right in the end. And, and that's where that came from, Frank, right? Is is it was, these were not blockbuster deals they were being offered. The return was not anything that was going to make you rush to to trade him, which is why they re-engaged in contract extension talks. It's like, we, we're not, this is, 
really not worth our while to move this guy. We may as well try and keep him if this is what we're going to get. And it seems like the offers, even going back to last summer, have left the Flames and their management wanting a little bit. And I don't know why that is. Maybe it's beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Maybe it's that, you know, some teams have looked at the player and said as well as he skates and, you know, you look at his offensive impact and you mentioned how assertive he's been. How different is he statistically, stylistically than Damon Severson, for instance, who signed in Columbus for almost a million and a half less per year times eight years or whatever the, the term ends up being, you know, we're talking about a significant difference in money between the two players when the impact might not be all that different in the end. That plus the assets. Again, it's who is willing to, you know, you can say whatever you think market value is. You can say, I want $1.3 million for my PSA graded 10 Wayne Gretzky rookie card. But <laughs> if someone's only willing to offer you 900000 that's all you're going to get because that's what the market bears. Right. Where does Vegas fit in? Because they also have uh, all their picks the next three years in the first three rounds. Vegas has been on the prowl for a winger, and they right. were looking for a winger before Mark Stone went down with what I reported was the lacerated spleen injury. A lot of people seem to be calling for cap shenanigans already, but I can tell you that this injury not only caught everyone by surprise, but is rather significant. and comes with a timeline that is pretty ambiguous. So I understand why everyone wants to get upset about that, but I can tell you that it's probably not reality and that there's something odd going on here. Uh, he is legitimately hurt and needs to sit out for a period of time to let that spleen heal. Um, with regards to the deadline, like they've been one of the most aggressive teams in the league since their founding. Mm -hmm. They don't stop. Uh, at nothing, whether it's trading picks, assets, prospects, first round picks, high first round picks, if need be in order to make something happen, they chase what is that shiny object trying to get to a Stanley Cup. They've got one and they think they're uniquely positioned to go for a, a strong run for a second. And if they are able to get a healthy Shea Theodore, Jack Eichel, Mark Stone, and fill in the blank Jake Gensel... I'd be hard pressed to argue against that with the way Aiden Hill's been playing. How close do you think a Markstrom deal was to getting done? And I, I get it's speculation and all that, but there were some things written and said over the weekend that Markstrom was, again, he kind of, he's, he said he would do whatever he had to do. And he's a good team guy that there was thought, even he thought that he was going to be on the move as recent as a week ago. I mean, to handicap it, I'd 95%. Yeah. I mean, it was really, I, I, I've received lots of pushback on that, but I, I believe, uh, from, you know, working sources around the league that that's how far it was. Um, and, and frankly, part of that comes down to, um, not just Markstrom's willingness, but I think he's a realist here. He understands that as well as he's played this year, if he wants a chance to win a Stanley cup, it's not going to happen in Calgary on this contract. It right. just isn't. And he's a competitive guy that wants an opportunity to win. And whether that's in New Jersey or Carolina or wherever it might be that has, you know, a chance to trade for him, it's certainly going to be a better opportunity for him personally than staying in Calgary. And that's ultimately what he's really after. 
I, we mentioned it at some other point. I don't know if we talked about, talked about it with you, but it, this is maybe one of the most meager goaltending free agent classes um, of, of like the last decade. Like you're talking like old 36 year old Camp Talbot and like Kako Kakinen and a bunch of like platoon guys is the top of the list. Uh, does that make you believe maybe that the Flames are just, they're cool if this happens in June, July or, or March, like whatever the market, if they think eh, not enough, we'll just wait till the summer. Someone will be begging. Yeah, I think that's part of it is also looking at, again, how thin the market is for teams that would want to trade for Markstrom right now. So Carolina is pretty confident that when they get Freddie Anderson back, that some combination of the three of them, Anderson, Ranta, and Kochetkov, is enough. Toronto, they feel good about Wall, Samsonov, Martin Jones. That's not. Can I interrupt you? That's not feeling good about anything. That's juggling and hoping something hits. Okay, but that that's also you know the other part of the trade trading for a goalie is like I think taking a guy mid-season and plugging him into a new team is also hoping that that fits. When you have three number ones, you don't have a number one. Yeah. I thought it used to be two. Yeah, and I'm not criti- I I know what you're saying, and I agree with that's their approach to it. But really, when you when you can sit back and your point about moving a goalie's a good one too. It's easy to think, oh, he's going to come in and continue to play the same way. How yeah, that's know? that's what I would be he, saying if I was trying to buy a, a goaltender on the cheap. We well, got three guys. We're pretty happy with them. I mean, they've well, all but, at, at different times. They've all played really well. We're pretty happy with what we've got. No, but the thing is, it's. Markstrom is the only guy on the market, and this will be true to Pinder, Pinder's point this summer. He's the only guy that you can feel really good about setting your watch to and saying he's going to come in and give me at least 905, at least. And when you take some of these teams that aren't – look at Toronto and the other holes. We've just talked about that. Look at New Jersey and how poor – their defense is structured. You know, you can make all the fire Lindy Ruff chants you want. You can have the the columnist in the paper in New Jersey today headline fire Lindy. Jeez. But here's the thing. Tom Fitzgerald deserves some criticism here for the way this team is is constructed. And until that's no longer the case, like Markstrom or whoever it might be is not a miracle worker. But my the point and the reason why I went down that path is New Jersey has an appetite for stability. They are willing and have assets and ready to make a move. Carolina doesn't spend. If they are going to spend, it's going to be for a perfect fit, and it's going to be probably a forward. Toronto, holes on defense, holes on their bottom six. The Kings, I I can't see them with the way that they've structured their goaltending to be a team that's going to spend massively. My, My whole point here is, Markstrom had a very limited market. It's bound to be a much bigger market this summer. And to go back to what Rhett and I and Pinder were talking about last week is the idea that the Flames might be able to have their cake and eat it too by moving out these free agents and somehow on the back of Markstrom squeak into a playoff spot this year. I mean, that has to be a real discussion point right now, even if you pluck off Tanev and Hannafin. The New York Rangers, again, as we're talking about goaltending, can, they... Can I, uh, wait, can I inter- stop you yeah, there, Dean? Just, because, just to follow up with that, what Frank's saying. Does that mean... Does that change your want 
if you're Conroy, like if you're that close and you're not going to move Markstrom and you're thinking you still got a chance to get into playoffs, but you have to move Tanev probably, you have to move Hannafin. Does that change your return for them where you were going to look for guys to insert? I think they're open to it anyway, but do you know what I mean? Like typically if you're moving guys that high end or you're going to be like, yeah, I want as many picks and fill the cupboards and give us some chances at some real high end stuff. Whereas if you're in a spot where you're a couple points out, you remove Tanev and Hannafin, whew, like I, second pair, Mark, poof. Can you, I don't know, maybe my question's stupid, but I was just curious if that means that Conroy is going to be asking for different assets. No, I, I think, well, first off, the market is what it is. But, like, let's say you were able to get just hypothetically, and some people have reported this, and I put this in air quotes, an Alexander Holtz from New Jersey. Like, all of a sudden, you see someone that's already hit double-digit goals, 21 years old. He can help you in the meantime, but really it's not for this year. He's for two years from now or whatever it is as he continues to grow. I don't, I don't think the look is different because I think the Flames have been pretty steadfast in knowing that at some point as part of the packages here, they need some pieces you can use now, and Kuzmenko is a good example of that and the priority that they placed on that deal and doing it with Van. Um, but I, I look at this group now and I say, as, in, as exciting as it might be to be the eighth seed... You can't lose sight of the big picture here, and I don't think that they would do that. Yeah, and it's maybe be the eight seed if they play like 750 hockey down the stretch. I understand it's been a great week, Flames fans, but like perspective, 58 games they've played. Uh, they are out of a playoff spot. This is a large sample with this group. And it's an even larger sample if you go back to last season and the 82 there. Sure, yeah. Rangers. I was just I was just kind of going there because I just kind of skimming this morning. So the Rangers have been kind of losing and uh, Shesterkin, his save percentage is no good and they're having a hard time. And while we're talking about goaltending, what a difference it can make. Uh, all of a sudden, the Rangers on a heater and tied for top spot in the Eastern Conference. Uh, they have it looks like they have cap space. What do the Rangers do here? They've also got. Capo Caco, is there some, could you put, flip him in a deal for a team that maybe thinks we could get him at a, you know, a, a distressed asset, Ryan? That's how that goes, right? He's a dis potentially a distressed asset. Yeah, I'm just curious about, yeah. about the Rangers. That's, there's a lot of skill there. Yeah, there was a report a few weeks ago that the Rangers likely wouldn't move their first round pick because they wanted to keep it because Madison Square Garden also owns the Sphere in Las Vegas where the NHL draft happens to be held. I don't think that's accurate. I think the Rangers are ultra aggressive. Look at what Chris Drury has spent at deadlines the last few years and, you know, go back to the year that they traded for Andrew Kopp and all those guys. None of them resigned. Yep. Um, Vladimir Tarasenko did not resign. Patrick Kane did not resign even later in the year when they had an opportunity to rekindle things. Um, they've been all in. Rental-wise, they're certainly willing to part with future assets, and they're in the need for or in the market for a third-line center and also a right winger. Um, Blake Wheeler's injury has opened up the door, uh, not much cap space-wise, but certainly um, lineup-wise to do something interesting. And, I mean, you're right. 
the, I don't think the goaltending has changed the perspective of the Rangers because, you know, I think a lot of people were expecting Shesterkin to bounce back at some point. Um, he's been 951 since the all-star break, Jeez. which is crazy. And I look at this Ranger team and I say their defense is almost as good as anyone's out there. I think they're, they have the best right side in the NHL and they're a team that can do some authentic damage when it comes to the playoffs in a wide open Eastern conference. I'd expect Chris Drury to be spending. We are near the end of February and a year ago, it was hard not to think like Boston was going to just kind of run through most of the teams. I don't know who I, I was just looking at all these teams. I don't know. Maybe it's a better question after the trade deadline, but still the, the nucleus of these teams are going to be the same. You could, you could almost, if, if Colorado, Vancouver, Vegas, Dallas, out of the West, Boston, Florida, the Rangers, uh, it's, it feels really wide open this year to me anyway. So I have access to an analytics platform and I was looking at some um, Stanley cup matchups, which everyone loves to bet on because the odds yes. are so crazy, but even the best projection that I saw on Sunday was a 4% likelihood. Is that right? 4%. I mean, it's in terms and, of and, matching up East and West together. Yeah, and okay. and the crazy part is, well, it's not crazy, but the models really seem to indicate that Carolina and Winnipeg are the favorites, followed by Edmonton in the West. Hmm. I don't know if we were to like draw it up right now today that any of us would say that it would be Carolina and Winnipeg, given all the t the things that you just mentioned. So there's a lot happening there's a lot still to happen and i think we're still yet to see a pretty big balance in power shift with teams like colorado dallas vegas and edmonton all having not made moves yet when you know that they're going to yeah yeah not to mention toronto who i think you you think's light but they're on a heater and i they'll add like this is their window they got what one more year of marner two more years of Tavares. Yeah, but, I mean, I'd be surprised if they don't do something, but they've got to get a package for that first-round pick. You can't trade it for one player, I don't think. What a ratings bonanza, though, Winnipeg, Carolina. <laughs> you had to go do that, Rhett. It's 4% chance. You heard him. 4%. 96% chance it's not those guys. Let's lock that in. That would be unbelievable. <laughs> oh, if that 4% happens to hit. I yeah. To be fair, last year, Florida and Vegas did not do great either. No. No. Oh, well. I got a text from Frank on the weekend. He feels like this is some sort of a hostage situation with his oh, really? jacket. It's like I'm keeping the jacket against its will. He's like, send me a photo to prove it's still, you know. Yeah, I said, send chatter. proof of life. Yeah, send proof of life. How's my jacket? Is my jacket still okay? I said, I well, see, this is what happens, though, when you say, can you please bring my jacket to Toronto and you bring the wrong one? It sort of makes you feel like, hey... That was a really expensive Christmas gift. Did he go sell it on the black market in Calgary? I where, hate to. Our coats are in high demand. It's cold hate, today, Frank. We, I we, hate to do this. I hate to do this, but yeah, you sure do. And maybe yeah. you won't. But if we could mm -hmm. just do a split screen with Boom and Frank, Jack, and if the two of you could stand up, oh, there, maybe there's a similar build. The jacket may fit the big man. I it might it be. Fits. You don't even need a two shot. I think yeah, we all know. We, we could. We could just confirm it for you. That's all right. <laughs> yeah. 
think Frank's taller than I am, though. Beautiful. Just to recap here. He brought a woman's coat to think that it would fit me. God, he's blind. Yeah. The eyes are really And it was the wrong color. (laughs) So I'm not kidding you, though. Like, my, that's why I texted you on Sunday, though, Uh because my wife did ask me about it. And she said, where, like, that is like the best Christmas gift I've gotten in 10 years. And she's like, I can't believe you lost it. Dean, do you concur? Uh, I'm not talking for the jacket, but the jacket can speak for itself. So red owes you a bottle. I owe you whatever we decided on a Monahan bet, which a is probably a couple of mortgage points. Payment, not a yeah. mortgage payment. No bleeping way. I was going near that. And Dean owes you a winter jacket. Don't you love coming on this show for free? Right? It's really we're working out for you. <laughs> yeah, it's been great. Thanks, guys. Yeah, really working out for you. <laughs> Thanks, Frank. Appreciate you. Have a good week. See you later. Oh, it's uh, the TELUS Insider Hotline. Of course, a presentation of TELUS. Six monthly prizes, including tickets to Calgary hockey games, all courtesy of TELUS. Awesome tech prizes like AirPods, Apple Watches, and more. You don't need to buy anything. No purchase necessary. All you have to do is fill out a quick survey to enter for your chance to win. Go and do it online. TELUS.com slash Flames Contest. Do the survey. You're entered in to win some of those great prizes. Maybe what I should do is, because uh, it's a Canada goose, maybe just kind of take the the badge off of the sleeve and send him that oh. like sending sending a finger yeah in a hostage they situation we're supposed to freak yeah, out that's right i yeah. guess you told by two o'clock this afternoon there are ways mm. believe me your jacket really misses you frank there you go uh we used to like him used to yeah yeah, yeah. Used, used to, to like him us. a lot yeah used to like him a lot while we were before we were doing uh mcleod law i was going to double this one in there for you Little happy birthday today on this day in Flames history. Uh, I don't know if you can be underrated when you're in the Hall of Fame. I'm not sure how that works. You have multiple Stanley Cups or you're, I think he's in the U.S. Hockey Hall of Fame. But I still feel like uh, this fella, underrated not only as a Flame, but in terms of his career in the National Hockey League. 67 years old today, Joey Mullen. 50. 388 points. In 345 games, 190 goals, part of the cup winning team, went on to win what two cups with Pittsburgh? One yeah, of them. I'm not he's there for one of those two at least. Just a an unbelievable hockey player. You want to score, you want to play hard, you want some grit and te- he had it all for you. And now, would you agree with my assessment, Red? I saw you there kind of nod. I feel like same. He's got the points and the cups and Hall of Fames, but I still don't think like people appreciate him. There's a lot of people in the Hall of Fame, but he would be one that you would have a hard time pulling out, right? Like yeah. the fact that you said it, yep, he should be. I'm not questioning it at all, but if somebody asked me, is Mullen in the Hall of Fame, I'd probably no. Yeah. Right? Like and not a bubble guy. No. You look at the at the career. Yeah, you're a Hall of Famer, but I think just kind of if you're sitting around bullshitting, maybe a lot of people don't appreciate how good. I don't know why that is. The uh, that 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 '89 team was so bleeping deep. When you think about like Gilmore, Newendike, this guy, Makarov, Lube, Suter, and McInnes, like it's just the depth guys on those teams. Some of them were Hall of Famers. We forget how good that group was down the lineup in a way because you know they all trickled away slowly and you were left with a miserable decade of hockey but that's just another 50 goal guy 
Boston. And he kind of had that uh, that accent, right? Because he was a Boston guy. The mouth on Wallaby Wooten Hod. He had Wallaby Wooten Hod. He had kind of that accent going as well, which was awesome. <laughs> Like that a lot. The depth of that 89 group was, I think you also forget how Roberts, like another guy, like, mm -hmm. is he good? If that guy stayed healthy, he's probably Hall of Famer. Like he scored 50. Like just the number of guys that would have been the best player on a lot of teams in the league at some point in their career feels like more than half the roster. uh, Theo, now granted, Theo, exactly. Still Theo. I think he scored some goals there. And you better mention Patterson because if you don't, he's going to be. Yeah, more guy, you know who yeah. else scored in that game? You know, everybody, oh, Lanny scores big goal. You know who else scored in that game? Yeah, maybe maybe doesn't get the notoriety, but uh, definitely integral pattern, <laughs> integral piece. Seven Flames scored 50 ever. Mullen was one of them. There you go. That's that's a legit number, friends. 50. Woo, scored 51 in the cup year. Happy birthday, Joe. Wherever you are out there, we hope you're having a good one from all of us here. I'm sure he's watching. Oh, yeah, big, one of the big ones. Yeah. Uh, Service Credit Union. The big share is back for the sixth year. You don't do something six times if it's not working, if it's not popular, if you're not seeing results. Makes sense. Especially when part of that is handing out a million dollars. You think (sighs) I'm doing this one time and I'm never doing this again. Not Service Credit (laughs) Union. These guys are unbelievable. Anyone can enter by becoming a member at Service. You save. It's about saving money, being smart. Every $500 saved gives you five entries into the Service Big Share Contest. Transfer your existing savings over to Service. That's how you get your chances to win the million dollars. Contest ends April 30th, 2024. Skill test required. For rules, visit service.ca slash win. Service.ca slash win. Slash win. million bucks. Come on, people. Slash. There you go. Uh, three cups for Mullen. You got both of those Pittsburgh ones and the Flames yeah. in 89. That's a nice little four-year run if you can pull it off. That's a nice career. Three cups in four years. And what were some of those numbers that he had in Pittsburgh? Because remember, he I believe, because I think we talked about this maybe last year, maybe it was the anniversary of the trade, but yeah. was here. It's like, no, I think we think he's getting a little bit old. <laughs> yeah. Maybe his durability and his age is starting to become a question. How about and 42 then, goals in 91, 92? Would you yeah, take 40 yeah. goals? Yeah, that's good. I know the There's eras are different. Two in his career. 40 is still 40. 40's Depend, good regardless of what gear the goalies are wearing. And 40. yeah, by then we're into the non leather pads, I believe. Mm-hmm. 92, 93, 91, 92. Goose down like. Frank's jacket. That's right. <laughs> so warm and cozy. Evil. Evil. I was thinking I should have taken because we went to Phoenix, but because which happened first? We went, how did that January go? What was our first? Phoenix trip? first, then Jasper, then Toronto. Because I, and it all happened post, but I was thinking if that happened before, I should have taken the coat to Phoenix and taken pictures with it outside the rink. Yeah. Along the glass. Just. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, 
and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com ACAST. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Showing every, all the places that Frank's jacket is showing up at. I've got a feeling it'll be a while before Frank gets it. I think you can still do this. I'm not taking it to Philly. I think you should be. You're going to Philly in the spring. I know. Come I on. He's got lots be of just, stuff. How's what, he going to fit in? It's a big jacket. Now, what would or, be even funnier? Oh, take a different jacket to Philly. <laughs> did I? Is this not your jacket? This Frank, is a windbreaker. Yeah. This is a pace setter windbreaker. Oh, damn it, Frank. I'm sorry. They pack up tight, those little K-ways or whatever. Like, get a yeah. tiny one and present that to yeah. them. Get this the will, gag filmed yeah, and then will, present them with the real. This will serve you better, Frank. It's spring. You don't need yes, that you big, don't heavy down. jacket. You can put this, Please. scrunch it into a pack. It's great. You'll be all sweaty in this thing. You don't want this right now. I'll get it to you by next year. That's what I should do. Just hang on to it. When are you coming back to Calgary? I'll have it for Jasper next year. It doesn't get that cold in Philly. They don't it really does thinking. I'm saying he's never skated on outdoor rink till he came to Jasper. All right. We were at Greta on uh, Saturday night. Sure were. Now, we were at Greta home opener, right? Yep. Winnipeg 5-2 win. We were at Greta here. Great. Win. All we do is win, 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 no matter what, what, what. Is that how that goes? Another, uh, another glorious night at Greta. Now, Casey, the owner, proprietor, mm. Euler honk. He is, it's, we like him despite, but he's a honk. He was literally retro. So it's one, nothing, two, nothing, three, nothing for the flames. And the, the place is jumping the flames fans. And there was one person, I thought there'd be more one person in an Euler Jersey. Yeah. So this was a very pro flames wow. crowd That's and it was a uh, first goal. Uh, pink Whitney shots uh, for the for the room, which was very nice. I, you know, so we did the pink Whitney, and then it kept going, and then it kept going. Uh, but at three to one, Casey has this bullhorn thing. It's like woo 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 woo. So he's going full heel, right? He's going to be the bad guy in the room <laughs> to the point that people are like, "Who the fuck is this guy? Does he think he owns the place or what?" It's like, Actually, yeah, uh, that is the yeah. owner proprietor. That's uh, you know what? Is security going to kick this asshole out of here? Probably not. There was a guy. Let him stay. It was in a booth, and he just stood up and went double birds right at him. I'm like, (laughs) Uh, just hang on, just uh, sir. Yeah, no, I I understand your emotions. That's Casey. Uh, He owns the place. Yeah. Oh, why? He he appreciated it. He knew what he he read the situation. He was going to be to use the rest. He was going to be the heel. He was full heel. He was going to go full heel in the room, 
And uh, it worked out great for everybody except for Casey in the end. But even by yeah. the end, he was enjoying the fun. And it was, it was well, I, I guess I shouldn't say. I don't want to get Casey in trouble. Let's just say <laughs> we're having a hell of a good time. Yeah, we, we were having a hell of a good time. time. We'll it. So uh, good I left my jacket behind. You did. Oh, no. yeah. <laughs> Speaking of jackets, I, I'm not I got better on the case. Jacket. We're good. Yeah. It's already been returned. So there were uh, Pink Whitney shots for the first goal and uh, the empty net goal and the victory. It was a good time. We had a we had a blast over at uh, Greta. Uh, Pinder was kind of uh, you were kind of reserved. I a post right? game, which was not mm-hmm. ideal, but you know, team players and such, all that. Right, so yeah. uh, we Jack and I had to skedaddle at the final TV timeout to get back to the studios here to do afterburner with Kent, which was great. Uh, lots of big, big numbers there, as everyone wanted to. I guess, reflect and hang after a victory over the Oilers. But uh, I did have a bit of FOMO. You know me. I'm last man standing. I hate leaving before everyone else. It was he not was, easy. He did. He was very down in the mouth. It's like, okay, I, I, I got to go. Can I clear up my bills, please? I have to. Yeah, if I could just get my bill. It's the game's still on. Where's this guy going? Obligations. Responsibilities. Now we are going to be back at Greta. We got another one, March twenty third, Saturday, I think. Yeah, Vancouver, Saturday night. I believe the game's here, but it don't matter. It's at Vancouver. It is a road. Is it at Vancouver? It is. Yeah. Perfect. Knuckleheads, come on down or don't. Another Saturday night over at Greta. When, dude, when I left, I don't know what it was, what the situation was when you left. (laughs) Just lined up out the door. Oh, yeah, big time. Every out Saturday. the door. And I, you were kind of like midweek, you know, maybe we should do it there. I'm like, okay. Sure like we should do it. Jack has the expertise. Jack is a younger man. Jack will go hang at Greta around midnight on a Saturday. He's like, we do not want to have any sort of equipment or any space on the main floor. Like, we will go somewhere safe and do it. Uh, buckle up, Greta at midnight on a Saturday. Like, we that is not where we do post games from. And I think if you saw the Oilers Nation one, you'd understand why. <laughs> and you know what's sneaky about Greta? The ladies love Greta. They're big time. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, they're competitive. If you're going to take your, your date, your girl or whatever, if you're going to take... What a date Where spot. are we going to go? Oh, this is going to be lame, but I got to take... Greta is awesome because they might have more fun than you and you're going to have a hell of a good time. There's not many of those that exist anymore. You go to watch a movie. If people even still go to movies, well, it's going to be some chick flick. I'm not going to like it, but we'll go watch it. This is a true both are going to have a blast at Greta. That little pop shot basketball game. Oh, yeah. 50-50. Ladies. Well, you figure out if there's too much competitiveness between the two of you, if there's maybe some animosity, whether Mm -hmm. you can overcome these obstacles. Yeah. I feel like a young rat would play left-handed with the shovel and not tell her till the end. I feel like that would be a move. I know that. Yeah, you would. Yeah. Here, here, let me hold you. Just here's how you throw. Yeah. That's how you do it. Saw on their social media. I think they got a Mario Kart tournament. No way. Coming up. So they got oh. the wall with Mario Karts there. So. Yes, you sync them all up. It's a beautiful yeah, thing. It'll be good. So, oh. and we raised money for Closer to Home. We had some a couple silent auction items. The $10 yes. admission all goes to Closer to Home. There were a couple of the fine representatives there. I think they had a heck of a good time. So you thank too. you, Greta, raising money for a great cause and just having another banger of a night. There were there were a couple guys there that, and if it, they came because they liked the show. They've been listening to us for a long time. They didn't really know what Greta was, but we were going mm. to be there. They will be going back. Yes. Again and again. This place is awesome. So, yes, we tell you that it was awesome. <laughs> we don't lie to you about shit. We told you this. Oh, this fuck, I can't fucking believe this place. This place is unbelievable. Yes. Stupid. 
It's what we told you. So Greta, thank you. And we'll be back on the 23rd. Canucks uh, Flames, Saturday night, March. Lock it in, folks. It was a blast. Big, full room and uh, a lot of high fives to strangers, which uh, a lot of hugging Rhett, which you would love. Yeah, Chris Tanev. It'll be Chris Tanev's return to Calgary, return wow. to yeah. Vancouver. Good yeah, old team. How are we feeling about that? Any flies in the ointment? No. I don't. He's healthy. He's playing great. Let's go. How many games left now? Four. How many? Four? LA, Pittsburgh, Seattle, Florida. He's not going on the Florida trip. Better not. He's not going on that trip. Kings tomorrow, Mika night Saturday, Seattle on a Monday. Come on, Cody, get this done here. Let's go. Squeeze let's, for that uh, first or a really good prospect from Dallas. Let's go. Let's go. Second let's, and a really good young player from Dallas. Let's go. You want Stankov, and I don't think you get They're that. not going to give him up. That's like, do you want Byfield? Of course we want him. They're great players. They're not going anywhere. don't think you're going to get him. Yeah. No. They got a great system, though. Like, for where they've picked, I don't know that anyone does better with late picks than Jim Nill. Uh, they have been sensational in the draft, and even when they trade for young players, like, you think about Rupe Hints, Robertson, there's been some guys that are not high picks that have just turned into stars there. Johnston. White Johnston, yeah. Yeah. Heck of a good <laughs> pick. Let's do the Pinter Report. It's a presentation of Village Honda. It's as though Honda designed the CRV for Calgary and it's unpredictable weather. No matter what the conditions, the CRV sits atop the pack among compact SUVs. You can feel confident behind the wheel of your CRV as Honda has included a plethora of driver safety features that come standard. It's Village Honda. They're in the Northwest Auto Mall and, of course, online at villagehonda.com. Village Honda presents the Pinder. Let's go to Saturday night, friends. Oh where I know, yeah. It uh, it was a sober, FOMO'd Pinder in studio on a Saturday, which, uh, well, at least we had an afterburner to talk about. I liked the Pospisone Zeri pairing. They just keep going, right? And especially yeah. Zeri, he had another two assists. He's making plays, right? And at yeah. his age, I think he's the most pleasant surprise on the team this year, honestly. I'd agree. And that's with Pospisil included. Chillington coming back, sure. Coleman's 23 goals. Sharon Govich. He still leads that list. He does. You're right. He was going to be in the AHL all year at best. <laughs> and I was just hoping that he'd be one of the leading scorers there. But yeah, he's come up and he is a legit NHLer for sure. Poise and creativity. Those are rare things in this game and rare for a player to have both of them. And it's, it's really yeah. uh, that combination sets you aside from most NHLers at the forward position. Lucky to have him, fellas. What a year for Zary. Is there a better Lucky. story? I thought you were talking about Kent Wilson. God, yeah. that guy got great hair or what? Poise, he is a, creative. He has, he has movie star good looks. Salt yeah. and pepper in the beard, the long hair. He's kind of got that chiseled. He's, you know what we should get him? is one of those movie guy. posters because he needs something for the backdrop. But it could just be him as a movie star and some replace like Tom Cruise and mission impossible with his mug. Does he want to borrow some of my stuff? Yes, he does. Yeah. He's looked at your set and says, there's none better in the industry. We need to replicate it. And you know, what's crazy just on the Kent Wilson thing. I was uh, Googling over the course of the weekend. There was a article written by Kent Wilson and flames from like 13, 14 years ago or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. He was the OG at flames nation. Yes. Guys. What I found interesting about Kent Wilson was how much better he was at his Saturday night, the Pinder, and the Pinder should have been hammered because then yeah. he would have been 
Yes. Worth I was like, seven beer? Is that what Kent, it is? Don't you have FOMO? He's like, no, I'm a grown ass man. I'm not running out to drink till two. No. And I'm like, mm. I'm good right here. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there were, there was a lot of reaction, Rhett. There's things that at all. And a lot of it came at Greta the other night. Uh, still a lot of people really, really enjoy the Christmas show. <laughs> they true. really do. Yeah. And they really enjoyed your afterburner last week with Kay. They did. What and you what, made fun of it. What would the oh, two have in common? We made fun with it. I did and I didn't realize the start that clip that uh, RJ put together. Oh, it's art. It really is one of the best things we've ever done on this show. Mm -hmm. Uh please be quiet. I'm talking. Please don't interrupt me. <laughs> Seven beers. I took People are going to be like, "Who's this asshole talking like that to Cammy? Who is this guy?" They know who it is. Do they? They okay. <laughs> know who it is. You know who deserves credit? Hi. Right, Husky. Well, you're coming back. Are you Are you in the mood for some live afterburners? Are we going to get that kind of performance in studio? we got a full fridge over my shoulder here from Origin. I'm working on some dummies that I played with. They're very much like me and unresponsive and noncommittal. Yeah, that yeah, sounds yeah. definitely... Like you, uh, let's go to the wildcard standings in the West, shall we? Something in common, you know, teammates you can bond over similarities. Uh, there's Kings. They've been uh, rolling, beat LA in a shootout last night. I think they've won five of their last six now, the Kings. Nashville's been on a heater. They've supplanted St. Louis in that final wildcard spot. Blues are four back. The Wild are four back. The Flames are five back with a game in hand, no less. So what? Uh, there are the standings. This is, um, well, no, by Christmas, Dean. I think it'll be clear to everyone. And Talk by the end of the gauntlet run, uh, I'll tell you. December 23rd, all right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I'll There's tell still, you what's going on. We're going to know. Now I have construction. Really? Show us. Yeah, well, Dean, do you have construction at your house? Is it you digging the hole for that above ground pool? <laughs> what hole? By the way, we do have above ground pools in today's pin report. I'm very oh, excited good. about it. Too, yeah, good. In yeah. fact, let's go to the Kings. God, they've been busy. We talked about how good they've been. Here is their February. So, man, uh, a lot of hockey here. You see that Eastern Road swing. They get pumped by Buffalo before reeling off three wins in a row. Jersey, Boston, Pittsburgh, right back home for three. Columbus, Nashville, Anaheim, Edmonton tonight, Calgary tomorrow. It'll be their sixth game in 10 days tomorrow when they lace up at the Saddle Dome. That's a much busier February than the Flames have had. Don't care, just sort of saying. It's it. good if you're winning. Yeah, and for the Flames, it'll be the third straight in the, against the team that's played the night before. Mika Knight's coming up. It'll be Saturday. Pittsburgh, Rhett will be blasted. He'll be seven IPAs in at least by the time Noodles fills in for Mika Kippersoff, who may or may not show up. And uh, we're not usually like anything close to the sales arm of the Calgary Flames, but tickets are on sale for this. This is game of the year shit, folks. And like below face value, there's a deal to get tickets to Mika Knight. Let's sell this thing out, please. Uh, I don't have any vested interest. I own 0% of CSEC, but this is a monster night. And if you were at Jerome night before Mike Smith built a campfire behind his own net and allowed one of the shittiest schools you've ever seen in the building, Smith? it was a wonderful evening. I would encourage everyone to try to get there on Saturday, Dean. I don't know how to respond to that, whether to Just mention the backpack or... Yeah. See, here's the thing. Come on, <laughs> Come on. If it's not sold out, know this. The people that will be there will be loud, Yes. And will it this will matter to them. Yes. It's so a that's bleeping awesome. legend. 
It'll sell out. It's got to come on. Yeah, yeah, and if and if not, I don't. It's people can do what they want. Pender, don't of be such a bossy pants. I'm just saying, if you like fun times, this is the game of the year at the Saddle Dome. It'll be Until worth obviously to hear Noodle's speech, Stanley Cup final, and all that. Uh, noodle speech will be a banger. That's another reason, right? Just well, another noodles, reason. What, what? So you know, a beer to or a drink or two drinks, just to kind of. Or, or no, I cannot have anything until the speech is over. How will he be? We'll find out Wednesday, I, I guess. I think he'll have one or two, but he'll be yeah. very much in control. It'll yeah. Be, he won't be loose. I'll tell His you. storytelling after one or two at the loose moose was exceptional. I feel like that is the pocket for McLennan story time. Well, he, so not like you at that uh, roast? Well, at the well palace? it's not a roast. So right. each to his own. Brett got into a little. Uh, Maybe offended. Yeah, he went deep How can you offend someone at a roast? It's a roast. Yeah, don't show up if you're going to be offended. I'd, I'd kind of side That's with you, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Some of the but dignitaries probably shouldn't have been there that were there. But who is who is this on stage? I got very This hairy man with the long arms. How could he use such vulgar language? It's a lot of sea bombs, I, I have to admit. Pierre Lebrun, NHL insider, he's connecting the dots. Uh, here's a nice little image that says, uh, what are the stars going to do at the deadline? And the photo on said oh, article says, was indeed uh, Chris Tanev playing against the stars. Uh, he notes that, of course, chatting with Jim Neal, he didn't mention anyone by name, but he believes Tanev's tops their list and fits their desire for a right-shot defenseman. Uh, and then the light, caffeine-free diet versions of Chris Tanev would include at Dumba, Sean Walker, Ilya Labushkin, which is fun to say. It is fun to say. I kept reading it and absolutely enjoyed, yeah. Labushkin. Labushkin. Yeah, that's right. Wasn't Labush like an 80s or early 90s kind of a think you're band? Right. band of some sort? It wasn't Labush. It was La something, though, yeah. La Bamba. No, that's definitely in Spanish. Yeah. Richie Valens. T's and P's. Yeah, that the big bopper. Your buddy, Pinder. Chantilly Lace and a pretty face and a ponytail hanging down. A wiggle and a walk and uh, talking at the wiggle round, round, round. They were both on that plane that night. No, that ill-fated flight. It's tough. To happier things, like Patrick Kane returning to Chicago, doing Patrick Kane things in overtime, no less, against Bedard and, you know, 22,000 of his old pals at United Center. Bedard. Big time stuff. He gains the zone. Dropped off. Jones. Jones shoot save rebound save. Oh, look out! Look at to break the run. Ahead for guess who? Patrick Kane. He's in. He scores. We've seen that before, Dino. On Chris Chelios' retirement night, Kane ends it in overtime against his old troops. How good is that? That is awesome. And that is after Chelly gave him a massive. Uh, shout out in his speech saying this guy's going to go down as the greatest American born player of all time. Patty Kane, who was out there watching the ceremony. I think uh, Matthews will pass him, but point being good night for Patty Kane and back in the windy city. If that's what they still call it, Rhett. I'm going to debate you on that. I don't think Matthews is going to win as many cups. I definitely don't think he's going to win as many cups. That's a fair point. I will not debate that at all. The, the, you see the graphics that come up after things like this. It's like, here is Patrick Kane and his career resume. It's good. And you would think this, this guy is a hundred years old. How did he, <laughs> and the thing is a lot, all of the stuff that he accomplished there, that was at least what, five years ago. When's the last time it's like nine time all-star art Ross trophy, oh, yeah. three cups, this, yeah. this, 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 
You could have made that graphic years ago, and it was the case. He the last one was 2015, 30s. right? Yeah, like he was a Hall of Famer in his 20s, for fuck's sakes. Yep, indeed. Speaking of Chicago, then I do things right. I'm just going to jump forward one, Jack, before I jump back. Uh, you're going to love this, Rhett. This is for you, because I know you must have had a Cindy Crawford poster on your wall at some point. Oh, yeah. Confirm or deny. Here's Cindy. I still do. But this is what really got the fans. Chicago, look at the size of that hole. And now if you're listening to the podcast, she's Brian, shooting the for Christ. Um, it's a tiny space. She gets the puck right through it, Dean. Oh what? So Did you see? Go back, Jack. Show him. This is unbelievable. It's not the net. Right down the middle. Right. Beautiful. Right there. It's your girl, Rhett. She's still got God it. damn it. <laughs> Rangers are on a heater. They won their 10th in a row on Saturday, only to stub their toe yesterday to the Columbus Blue Jackets. That's not how you snap a 10-game winning streak. Oh, boy. And this yeah, ki- this Calgary kid, Matt Rempe, is taking the league by storm, fellas. Sit back. He fought yesterday. It wasn't as great. But Saturday, maybe tilt of the year against Nick Delorier, the Flyers. Delorier and Rempe sizing each other up. This started in warm-up. You don't see many of these anymore. Oh, you don't. I was just thinking that reminiscent of the old days in this rivalry. Boys, that is in Philly, and that is an absolute slobber knocker of a tilt. Rempe, 6'7", 6'8", depending on where you look, 240-plus. Nick Delorier led the league in fights a couple of years ago. No stranger to this in Philly. Oh, Calgary kid. Yeah. Let's not let's not lose, like, Calgary kid. Sixth rounder available <laughs> in the draft. Scored the goal. Game winner later that game. Yeah. You'll love to see it. And Nick Delorier's face. Uh, looked like it got dragged behind a horse for a mile in post game. Well, and Nick Delorier, who still one of the best that does it on a semi regular basis. Oh yeah, he's he looked like he was at a disadvantage there. God, well, doesn't have the reach is, advantage. I know that. Seven. <laughs> I just he's gonna need to calm down though. Just don't get hurt. Don't get you know. It's pace yourself, kid. You got a chance here to be something kind of special. Just you know, want the and best the, for uh, this guy. Olivier from. Uh... Columbus, Columbus scrapped him yesterday. Got the upper hand on him. That's yeah. two in two days. You can take a night off, Matt. You don't need to do this every single game. There's a lot of hockey. That's right. Rangers are better with a tough guy. It just feels right, doesn't it? There's something about that too. When Domi, you go to to be that Uber. guy in New York. It's the same yep. thing as in Philly. One of it's one of those markets where you can mm-hmm. become a megastar in a short God. amount of time. Yes. Right. That kid had a weekend. I'm guessing. Right, Rhett? I'm looking up his stats. I didn't realize he was a Calgary kid. Calgary yeah. kid played, played, played Seattle, I believe. Bruce Grove, Grove in Seattle. Yeah, yeah they and then have decent numbers that. in Hartford. You, you got to play a little bit these days. And you know what he that. is? He's a crash lead, I believe. He is a crash lead. Oh, Dougie, he's a crash lead. Yeah, right. that's. Crash. I'm going to text him right now. Dougie will be melting down. Is that good at what he does? Dougie or Rempe? 
Well, both. Yeah. I think they're both good. Either yeah. or. Yeah. I wouldn't want to fight either of them. Uh, Dougie True. gives about a foot and 100 pounds on Rampe, but I still think it'd be a close fight. Uh, let's go to, well, stay with Chicago. A lot of Chicago here. This is long. We don't have to watch it all, but I think it was Chelios night and the Hawks found a cool way to introduce some of the young guys that maybe weren't even born when Chelios was dominating. Uh, I wouldn't call it educational, but certainly fun. There's uh, our boy Nick Felina. I don't know why This is like my bedroom when I was a kid. <laughs> in, and there's Bedard. This is all my stuff. They built a little yeah, set here, Dino. Yeah, he hit the power button. Like a normal human. <laughs> yeah, it's a Sega. Oh my God. I'm so excited. NHL 94, <laughs> Dino. And they're playing Chicago. It's good. I was born in 94, but this is. I've never seen one of these. Seth Jones? I've never seen one of these actually. Oh, I never played this before. No, me neither. Start. Okay, we need to find the power button, bud. <laughs> How do we turn on the TV? Yes, Rolito knows oh the tunes. God, this brings back a lot of memories. Yeah. Shelly's in the lineup. Let's go, all stars. Penalties off for sure. No wine changes? Doug, I got Doug. <laughs> no more. Stop. Don't. Let me do it. I haven't touched Just anything. don't play with anything. <laughs> My kids aren't into, they're not into video games. I don't think B is passed. I think. Oh, Where's Chelly out here? <laughs> well, you can see guys' faces and stuff. Pretty well, so <laughs> point them out. <laughs> I remember Chris Chelios and my dad and him would have some run-ins on the ice because of the way he played, and so I just remember being like, I don't like Chris Chelios, and then I realized he was just because he was really good. Hit him, dude. I'm just clicking buttons. Oh, no, I haven't no, passed no. once. <laughs> I know, I, I play with you. <laughs> That's his great stuff. Whoa! <laughs> you can't go glitch goal back forward. It's 94, there's no glitch goal. No, but how did you pass? <laughs> Kick it out. Dude, what? <laughs> how are you DKs? Buddy, my guy doesn't <laughs> shoot. Is my controller broken? It's Sega. Let's see. I was just scamming it. Custom. Yep. Oh, here we go. Quebec versus Chicago. Coast. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. yeah. Look at this one-man show. Growing up like a, a Wilmette guy, knowing he's obviously a Chicago native, and you know it's cool to like look up to him. And uh, he was a little bit maybe before my time, but maybe, yeah. um, it was obviously somebody that you know everybody in Chicago knew, especially hockey fans. So that's pretty cool. More from the Hawks social media team on that. But man, NHL 94 is the best. And people that have never played Sega Genesis, handing them a remote, that's also pretty cool. <laughs> Did you see the clip? I, I don't know if it was on the weekend or Friday. It was Felino and Bedard on the bench and they're during a game. And Felino's kind of asking him why, you know, why'd you do a certain thing? Yeah. Like, well, I, you know, I had to pull up at the, at the blue line there and kind of said, well, I mean, I had to slow down because I was kind of waiting for you. Essentially, is I had to stop skating for you to. He said, "What, what are you saying?" Said, well, no, I just had to. You know, are you wait, calling me? Guys. Are you calling me slow? <laughs> just, okay, just shut up. All right, just stop talking. There's something with with Felino and Bedard there. So as the season goes along, I know they're not making the playoffs, but those two have kind of a neat uh, relationship. It's cool. Find some good players, Chicago. Don't be afraid to load up early here. Like you got a superstar there in Bedard. He's been lightning right out of that injury he's wearing the bubble he's still putting up numbers in a bucket where are they ranked could they win uh, 30 the seconds they're tied at the bottom they're gonna get someone good that's uh, safe to say they also could go get a you know find a sam reinhardt and a noah hannafin in free agency if they wanted that would speed things along wouldn't it just saying all right action tonight let's take a look busy slate of four i believe dean there it is 
Uh, I think there's really only one intriguing matchup for me, and that's right here in Alberta as the Kings face a suddenly meh Oilers group. Now, the Oilers are a good team. They're just in a bit of a funk right now. And the Kings, meanwhile, just one loss in their last six. Oilers just one win in regulation in their last six. So uh, that's what we're looking at tonight. More on uh, what's on the menu with DoorDash a little later on. Into the dumb shit. We got lots, team. A lot, a lot, a lot. We start with a combination of two of the greatest things and staples of the Pinder Report. We have a ladder and an outdoor above-ground pool, Rhett, in the same clip. A handheld one. Yeah, is this-, this is not going to end well, boys. Oh, never mind. Oh, there it is. <laughs> Thanks, fellas. Is this All a right. dude in a bikini? Yeah, there's something going on there. and oh. He deserves that. That that's basically the shovel sound effect he got right on the top of the head with the thirty foot. Definitely line. somebody's you gotta get the stitches out. Like you're praying there's a doctor in the bar downstairs at mm-hmm. that point. Yeah, that's uh we're gonna that's just right, stay man. on the general anesthetic until about five AM and then go to the hospital when it opens. Uh speaking of outdoor pools, we got a man that built a slide off his roof to one. Always, always ends well, right? Seventy five foot slip and slide off the roof. Here goes dad. Oh, <laughs> so close. You got to speed check it. You got to put something as heavy as dad down first. It's going so well. Oh, the angle. Oh. Right, this, 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 this. Gotta back up the pool. That is a lot of work. That, that, I know. You know that's a lot of airtime the dude got there. You would never, if you put the pool out there where he actually yes. landed, everyone would say, what are you doing? You're, no, no, move it closer. Move it yeah. closer. All that, all that work just to get a shattered pelvis. That's dedication, folks. It's a great dad. You could hear the kids. Kids are pumped. Now, if dad went that far, where are the kids going? <laughs> Neighbor's yard? Good question. You're going to need a bigger pool, Dean. You're going to need a bigger pool. pool. 100% that. Uh, basketball, everyone loves the little courtside hoops. Uh, outdoors. This is the, not the hard courts. This is the, um, the outdoor. The main uh, streets. The, uh, the, the main yeah. streets. No, watch the, look at it. Let's play some D here. Oh yeah! Oh. <laughs> I love the finish. Uh, well, both of them really, because there's some the reverse weight. dunk. Beautiful. Yeah. Oh boy, weight distribution. <laughs> I think that's the same guy that went down the water slide, isn't it? Same dad. It might have been the same guy. Well done. Uh, now, Rhett Long Arms. Did you ever get one of those like char exemptions to play with an extra long stick? Because I know the league has a maximum height for sticks, okay. but then guys that are long arms Did long. Did get rid of that yet? Or is that I don't know what the rule is, but I think this one is a violation. Let's have a look here. Let's see what we got here. Uh, I think this is Pavel Barber, that like, shoot dog. <laughs> check. Oh, my God. Poke check again. <laughs> it's oh, my God. Look at the dirty Whoa. backhand. Oh. Oh. Dirty hands. Oh, nice dish. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> Pretty good stuff, Dean. This uh this actually reminds me of something. Uh-huh. Um Mike Keenan's <laughs> time in Calgary ah! as the head coach. Um it didn't last for ever. 
a long, a long time, but mm-hmm. uh, they were playing, going to be playing Vancouver. And Mike was mm-hmm. asked something about their penalty kill. Yeah. And Mike said, well, it's, uh, I mean, Willie Mitchell uses an illegal stick. <laughs> and all the media is going, hmm, okay, it's an interesting, uh, okay. Didn't, didn't, uh, Willie Mitchell, illegal stick for Willie Mitchell? Yes, it's too long. But uh, yeah, you're not aware of that. Everyone knows the, he plays uh, with an illegal stick. See, he's got an illegal stick. So then warm up for the next game because they were playing back. It was maybe that night. Willie Mitchell has taken a broken stick and taped it to his. So he's out there with that long stick during warmup. <laughs> it was like this, you know, well done. I appreciate that. That's having a sense of humor. That's appreciating it. So yeah, absolute best. Yeah. Good old Mike. You ever go to the, the old Crick and use the old tree swing ret for a little splash, a little freshen up. Oh, in the I love a good splash. Good times. Yeah. There's always going to be one guy that tests it first. Though, big I, crick. I worry about the first guy you're going into the Crick. <laughs> I've made those noises. I've made made those those noises. Oh oh my god. I'm so dizzy. I don't know if that's dubbed, but the fall was definitely not AI. I can't speak to the audio. Jesus. Uh, Minor League Baseball is really dumb. If you like dumb shit, you love Minor League Baseball. Check out this guy's bat. That, Chris. It's an HB pencil. Number two pencil. Look at that thing. You're exactly right. It's a beaut. <laughs> the old one upstairs missing. Like literally a pencil. Look at this stupid bat. <laughs> That's why is my league baseball so dumb and why do I love it so much? Because you're allowed fun. to have fun and smile. Yes. yes, that's exactly it. Fun's fun. good. We like fun. Fights happen, guys. Fights happen. Sometimes it just happens to be between kangaroos. <laughs> no one has more kangaroo content than us. It's, well, look at it's this. not, it it's not possible. Tepid, right? Oh! That's a win. Dude playing basketball. <laughs> See ya. I got your girl now. Yeah. That's a great sound effect. I mean, that's, that's a good one. I was waiting for the really audio. I'm like, why is this so lame? And then it mm-hmm. got there. And I'm like, no, it's perfect. What's not perfect is when, uh, let's say you're flying back to Calgary for a Jersey retirement and an airline not only cancels your flight, cancels itself. So Rhett went to the Hal- Hamilton airport to chat with some of the staff about trying to get back to Calgary. Things got a little heated. Mm. It was Rhett on the left and he said something that, oh boy, you can't be doing that. Oh, and good night, sweet prince. Oh, no, Rhett, oh, wow. What did what did the staff say to here? Because he kind of he started it. He was talking about the shuffler. Is when he gets I will, look at he oh boy. the shuffler, and I will be He's busted open. Oh, Rhett. Can't be talking about the shuffler like that. I'm trying to get a new flight here. You guys canceled my flight. Boy, that's. Uh, are you gonna be allowed to travel? You got that sorted. I've got the car packed. I'm starting to drive again. <laughs> Road trip. Now, Dean loves rats. Everyone knows that. So I found some great rat content. Thanks. Let's go yeah. overseas. Awesome. It's <laughs> a lot of rats, Dean. You must be happy there. You have a bit of a problem. 
for sure. <laughs> well, there's a solution. As long as you're comfy eating rats, Dean, there's, there's a solution here. Well, maybe they're lulling them into that kind of comfort zone where they the might rats be. realize, hey, you know what? A lot of people don't like us. They want to kill us without even knowing who we are. These guys are really, they're different. Mm -hmm. And then, then fireball. Yeah, then uh, yeah. Fire him in a rice bowl or whatever you do. The right? guy at the lake that used to feed the geese. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> he kept feeding with the geese. He didn't want the lake. He kept getting closer to the. Here, boy. To the Here, shed. Boy. Yeah. Hey, buddy. They were in the shed. They didn't get out of the shed. Oh, yeah. Foie gras, though, for everyone, which is delicious. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, all those rats, Dean, you got to... Uncle Stu. If you could just harness it. Hates geese. Shitting all over. Geese would taste good. We know that. Do they? No. In line, I know this ain't no fucking rat in my motherfucking phone. <laughs> oh, look at this. Look at that. No. Guys. Hey, Ryan. <laughs> Can well, we go back to the uh, C-bombs? Uh, uh, what are we doing? Back? Now, we're going to go back one spot. It's going to go to you, the dumbass that was just open his yap. You're in control <laughs> of the content of what goes okay. on. Okay, no more rats. It's a promise. No more animals. No more animals. Well, we're going we to have a sit down with Jack. You can't make that promise. Because <laughs> they're falling out of ceiling tiles and furniture. and like You're on quite a roll here. Let's go for a skydive instead. Let's just change the whole mood, shall we? <laughs> now, what happens when <laughs> you're skydiving? But you gotta go. That bird's got to be a hell, hell of a vibe there. I like this. Living large. Careful now. Oh, boy. Yeah. Good. Before that shows anything that gets us fired, good. Finally, Rhett, your kids are brave. I don't know if it's from the shoveler or you, but my goodness, I've never seen anyone so fearless. Look at this. There's just oh, none of this that I'm enjoying. Oh, come on. Look at this. He loves it. Brave kid. They're just little babies, Dean. Come on. Rhett, Belly say flush. something. Would you say Belly. something? Wow, I just... This this looks like... I don't know where you find something like this. This looks like... A, this kid is in a bad spot. With a bunch of al I don't like this is not no. I think if you did digging on that, you'd find you shouldn't have played it. Well it Oh my god. New in stock inventory arriving daily. On the ground at the Northwest Auto Mall in Village Honda. Start your automotive adventures at Village Honda. New vehicle pricing is always MSRP. There are buddies. For life. Your dealership for life. Village Honda. So uh, 11 days till the deadline. Aggravate. Just aggravating. Today is Monday. Another opportunity for you to get started. Start of every week. Survivor huh. pool with Wendy's. Go to dailyfaceoff.com, top right corner. You'll see the link. Click on, if you haven't already, register, get your, your, you know, your 
your account, start your account, log in, and then each day you're going to have 10 possibilities of what might happen that night in the National Hockey League. You pick one. If it comes in, you then go to Tuesday and then Wednesday. And before you know it, on that Wendy's app, which you'll have downloaded to your phone, you get the Wendy's app, you're getting points, and then you use those points for real food. Uh, if you download the Wendy's app, you'll score 150 bonus points on your first order. Grab a sweet victory from the mouth-watering jaws of defeat along with some fresh, never-frozen beef. Mm. Sign up to play Daily Face-Off to win prizes like the spicy chicken sandwich from Wendy's and the Wendy's app. It's hard to beat that. Uh, I've, I've never had a bad one. Spicy chicken sandwich. They are God, on good. point. This is my brother's go-to. He is... Uh, so good. May as well just walk around with all those sandwich boards over his shoulders. Is that right? Huge fan. He loves Wendy's. Loves Wendy's. Good girl. Mm-hmm. When are you? Uh, what are your? What is your week, Brett? Well, I don't know. It's going to be hard on me. Knowing that your airline died. Folded. <laughs> they heard he was coming. They just yeah. closed up. And I know you'll be here for the Kipper night. I know that that's going to happen. So, travel day tomorrow. Okay. Wednesday should be fairly good. Be in yep. studio, I'm guessing, depending on uh, construction. Construction. That's right. Yeah. Dude, is there a helipad on top of the book? Can we just kind of chop? We're building in? one. Yeah. It's not done yeah. yet. Yeah. Good, good, good. It's Beverly Hills soon. So, once that's, we'll be have it in time for that. Yeah. Yeah. Have put out some feelers about getting some guests for this thursday show Ooh. like so i said hung over people on thursday though huh hung over people on the show thursday perhaps that's fine isn't it i think it's great some of our best work and i believe that i might have to skip friday because they have a big thing with for kipper on the friday some sort of luncheon or such there is a big schmoozy thing with kipper on friday which of course yeah obviously yeah i mean you brought him to town single-handedly so right duh head table head of the table you gonna use the washrooms this time or what gonna try (laughs) so why is just because i might be missing out and if i uh hung over thursday we'll be getting back together wednesday i think that there's there's been some discussions that maybe wednesday is a great evening because there's some libations and right okay friday is the corporate schmooze fest day so thursday is going to be a plus yellow fridays you know what a a back to backer right like exactly right okay okay Couple days this week with Red at least. That's better than none, right? It's something. How's your travel tomorrow? Are you missing the show? Uh no, but I will be remote. Okay. That's good. Is this remote? Am I remote right now? Yeah, that's a good question. It does look like a very makeshift home studio. You could convince me it was remote. As the bills thing, sir. Is that what it is? Yeah. Right. Uh let's do some uh I had another thing I was going to say for tomorrow, but I, well, it's not a big deal. But I just tomorrow, you know, that's fine. Yeah, do it tomorrow. Uh, you want to bet we bets? Let's do it. There are four matchups in the league of ice hockey of the national variety tonight. 
Yeah. Uh, and of those four, one of them, as uh, Pinder has laid out a couple of times, the LA Kings and the Edmonton Oilers. Yep. And I feel like the Edmonton Oilers, that that loss will not sit well with them. Mm. I think it's going to be a bit of a bounce back. McDavid, anytime goal is plus money, plus 115. And the power play point, plus 105. I think the uh, captain is going to will them through. Again, this is a matchup from uh, the playoffs. Remember, he was right. So I think there'll be a bit of juice. And who uh, who brings the juice better than McDude? So well, and look, they, they can still lose and he can have a night. I think that's fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you see my Betway bets, uh, I'm also going to focus in on this game. I've got a Hyman assist plus 140. That's a large number. And I don't mind the Kings on the money line plus 135. Again. One team's lost once in its last six. The other team's won once in regulation in its last six. I'm going to ride the trend a little. I think Kings will be good tonight. All right. There you go. Yeah. Betway bets. Get that Betway app. Bet the responsible way with Betway. And there are some other matchups. Yeah, the Shocking. Shocking. Because mm. I went in to uh, to do my bets this morning. I looked at the I – like, I wonder, I think, that uh, Ottawa is favored on the road in Washington. Against I've been playing better lately. Like I know. They, Stutzla had that incredible dangle. I, I feel like it's a matter of if, not or when, not if, with, with the Sens. Like, they're going to get on a heater here. And sure enough, with the pressure off, post-deadline, out of a playoff spot, I, I, I like, I wouldn't be surprised if they get in a real heater here down the stretch. That, that They're way better than the records show. I think so. If you can get some saves. But, yeah, I uh, was like, yeah, i got to take, there's got to be some good value there in Ottawa. On the road in Washington. Mm-mm. Washington's kind of been sneaky okay. We thought they were going to be dog shit this year when we saw them game two or three of the year. Yeah. Remember Matt Phillips skirt against the Flames? Yeah. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. 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 wonder if he'll yeah. go back on waivers soon. Uh, he's in Pittsburgh. We'll yeah. see. He'll Pittsburgh? be here on Saturday. He's uh, He might be at Mika night. Pittsburgh. Is that what I bet? What are the Penguins doing? That's Pittsburgh. How about the, how about Yager at, at the Jersey retirement? Uh, I want to say hi to my girlfriend who wasn't alive when I played for the for the Penguins, but I told her all about it, so don't worry. Yeah, we played it. She's too team. young, unbelievable to be to know about when I played for Pittsburgh. <laughs> He's one of the greatest men alive, truly. He's uh, it's his world. We live in it. That is that is stuff. I mean, to be that at your press conference or at your the event. They're about to put it up. I'm dating a very young girl, like a girl that's far too young for me. But don't worry about it. I'm Yarmer Yager. So, <laughs> do you remember when some chick tried to blackmail oh, him in yeah. Czech Republic? It was unbelievable. Yeah. She like takes a selfie in bed with him, and he's sleeping, and she's like, "I will release this if you don't send me money." He's like, "No, this is great for my brand. Send that out immediately. That's great. Yeah, you're <laughs> hot. Go ahead." <laughs> and she was dating some kid on the Czech junior national team whose favorite player was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's take a look at DoorDash. Get the DoorDash. You talk about getting apps. Get that DoorDash app. Yeah. You order, you order food. You order groceries. What do you want? What do you want? What do you want? Go to the DoorDash app. You're probably going to find it, and then whenever you're ready for it, you order. Shows up right outside your door. It's convenience. Oh, thanks. Yeah, good job, Jack. What's up with Jack today? 
You alright, Jack? You alright? A little off today. I got a fucking vacuum just full blast right in my ear for the last hour and a half. It's gonna be Beverly Hills, don't worry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, ordering is easy. You get the DoorDash app, choose what you want from where you want. And of course, this deal continues. Nation 25 is the promo code for your Maybe. first order of $15 or more. You're gonna get 25% off and zero delivery fee. So for this evening. If you're going to be door dashing and then maybe sitting back to watch some entertainment, what's on the menu? I got a triple header for you, fellas. I got Major League Baseball, I got NBA, and I got hockey. Like First pitch has already occurred. Rhett, you've already missed a bit. It is the Pirates in Dunedin to face the Blue Jays. That was an 11.07 start. Jays heavily favored. Uh, nothing like spring baseball because if you fall asleep, you haven't missed anything. And God, does it sound good. The crack of the bat. Sunny. Looks hot. People t-shirts and shorts. I, oh. I, mentioned, I mentioned it to the shoveler the other day, and she nearly fainted that baseball had started and that perhaps Florida should be a place where we should investigate in that. Yeah. We're going to have to look into this baseball in February in Florida. It's a further flight back to Calgary, but boy, what a spot. Mm. What a spot indeed. Yeah. Uh, at 5 o'clock, we're going to go to the hardwoods, the Hoopers and the Dimers, Boomer Supers. Raptors at the Pacers. That's where Pascal Siakam is now. Uh, you know, of course, was traded there. So, of course. massive revenge game for Pascal and or anyone else involved in that trade. And tonight, the nightcap, 7.30. Kings and Oilers from the cultural capital. Talked a lot about that one. We're sorry we mentioned the Oilers. Yeah. It's a game. One of four tonight oh, in the NHL. Yeah. That's what's on the menu. There you go. DoorDash with Double Dash on DoorDash. You can order from multiple restaurants or stores in the same delivery without additional delivery fees. So, everyone can get what they want and need it's tremendous that's what you want dash that for the win with doordash Ooh. what are you ordering tonight red give me a, a food order is it minus 16 there yeah Correct. it just completely went chilly yesterday uh, overnight yesterday was really oh. nice um we will be taking questions. Uh, now, Rhett's, I guess, not on the show Friday. Um, but I think on Friday, we'll do the Great Clips inbox. So if you have a question for the show, you want to know, uh, how does the uh, the left-wing lock work? Yeah, that's a good you one. Know, stuff mm -hmm. like that. Um, ask away. The email address is ready for you. Great Clips inbox at flamesnation.ca. Send in your questions or be around uh, in the chat, and we will get to it for the good folks at Great Clips. But again, Great Clips inbox at flamesnation.ca is the email you can use for coming up on Friday. Maybe you got a clip from the old show you want to resurrect. Clip. Clip. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I mean, it's going to be anything. It's Great Clips inbox. Hello. Yeah, yeah, sure. Sure, sure. Did you see the uh, Nikita Kucherov hit the 100-point plateau? Uh, and then some. He's at 102 now, I believe. That's well, uh, quite a player. Yes. Yeah. Quite a, it's the uh, he's best at his own record, fastest lightning to get there. Yeah, there it is. There, that's good. Fewest games in lightning history to reach 100 points. He did it in Ooh. 62 games in 1819. A little bit, little bit quicker. It'll be than, uh, why is it he's slowing down? He's getting older, he's getting smarter though, right? Eh? Oh, yeah. That's Remember, you said that to the human brain, you know? Yeah, and he's another one of those guys that you watch. I'm not sure he's really trying. Makes he it look can, easy, doesn't he? God, he makes it look easy. No, I saw him when he wasn't trying for sure. The skills competition in Toronto, he was getting yeah. booed. That was that was the really not trying Kucherov. Yeah. Straight up for Hannafin? Seems fair. 
Let's make it happen. How bad do you want to win, Tampa? Who says no? How bad do you want? Who says no is right? That's a big, <laughs> great clips inbox. You can uh, fire that yeah, through. Yeah. And you have the trade requests you got for us to put in the universe. Let us That's know. That's right. That's right. All right. Uh, so traveling remote tomorrow for retro. <laughs> Game day. Game day helmets on. We'll have Kings uh, on the second half of a back-to-back. See how they look against uh, the world's greatest hockey team tonight. There you go. Exciting. Very good. Well, I'm happy, uh, happy with the show. How do we feel? First show of the week. I gloated on the victory over the Oilers quite enough, but yeah, I think we did a solid job. Yeah. yeah. Frank We're was good today. Very focused on the whole trade thing. Yeah. It's kind of the, it's luminous. It's hanging, right? It's, it's just. And I know days. you guys, I know you and Kent talked about it. And so, so what if, if they're, they're close through how many five points out? This does not changing anything, right? You're not keeping Hannafin. We both said no. I mean, maybe something crazy changes from the Hannafin side, but I mean, if he's not going to sign here, you have to trade him. You can't be walking this asset to free agency for nothing. I do wonder. I do think that these offers are not going to jingle your bells right now. I think they'll be a first plus, but I don't think it's going to be as much as Lindholm. And I think he's been a better player than Lindholm this year, right? Is that fair? Mm. What are you laughing at over there? What are you laughing at? Oh, just the chat. I'm just the chat. Come on, Jack. Pay attention to the show, Jack. Oh, what are you doing? Jack. Jack. I mean, I got to pay attention to the 700 people watching. Mm. Jack. Oh, and them entertained. Flex. Nice job there, Jack. All right, everybody. That's going to do it. That'll do it. That'll See you, buddies. See you tomorrow. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.